You're listening to the 12-2 Leadership Podcast. 12 minutes, two takeaways, empowering you to pursue excellence in all you do. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 12-2. I am excited that you're here. My name is Brandon, and the topic we're going to be talking about today is don't freak out about feedback. Uh, the purpose of 12.2 is to inspire you to pursue excellence in every area of your life. And we do that every Wednesday at noon live for 12 minutes with two takeaways. So today's topic that we'll be discussing, like I said, is don't freak out about feedback. And I wanted to bring that up because this is something that I have uh faced an uncomfortable feeling with is giving feedback to people because I usually was on the receiving end of other people would give me feedback for stuff. And then um, as I've grown in business and come into different areas, I've been in a position where I actually am showing other people how to do things. And now they're expecting feedback from me so that I can help them grow and help us grow as a team. And that was very uncomfortable for me because I was like, well, I automatically am the bad guy. Whenever I give feedback, I'm automatically, you know, they're not going to like me. I'm going to do it wrong. People are going to hate me. I'm going to, they're going to quit, you know, all of the, all of this stuff. But a couple of things that I've learned as I've been practicing this, I want to talk about two of them today, which you may already know them, may be a good refresher, or hopefully it's just helpful in some way. Um, but it can feel pretty uncomfortable to try and give feedback to someone. And if you're going into it feeling uncomfortable, they're probably gonna feel uncomfortable too. And then you're gonna stumble over your words and you know, type something maybe you didn't wanna type and just come across and you're like, hey, how can, I, how can I feel more confident knowing that I'm delivering feedback to this person the correct way? So let's look at that. I have two thoughts today. Our two takeaways in these 12 minutes are two thoughts. Number one, these are things that have helped me that I've been practicing, is number one, stay positive. And number two is stay focused. Jump right into the first one, stay positive. Now, I'd like to say at the very first, <laughs> stay positive. I do not mean, oh, yeah, everything's fine. It's great. You know, just wanted to let you know if you could maybe. That's not what I mean. Staying positive, I don't mean avoiding the topic and being their buddy and, you know, being super just floofy words and that don't mean anything. That's not what I mean by stay positive. What? What I mean by stay positive is this. I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems to me that people tend to auto-assign tones to texts and emails. This is specifically written communications. And it can be a challenge even when you're in person. Sometimes you may be misinterpreting what people are saying. But over texts and emails, I've observed that it can be very easy for someone to be like, oh my gosh, are you mad at me? Like the way you texted me that, I you know, totally thought you were upset. I have no idea what happened, like whatever. And they could be like, oh no, everything's great. Like I, I just, you know, was distracted by something or I was watching TV at the same time or, you know, somebody came to the door. Or so who knows what happened? And they just sent off a text and you thought, oh no, what have I done? This person hates me now. And why are they so upset? And it ended up later, they weren't upset at all. It's just the way they phrased their communication when they texted it to you, you received it and thought, uh-oh, there's a negative connotation to this communication. And I've noticed that I, you may have experienced this as well, tend to associate negative tones to things very easily. 
So if anyone who is specifically a superior in a business or someone I respect um, sends me a message that's just very straightforward and to the point, I think, oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, they're upset at me. Uh, I need to fix this. I'm a terrible employee. I need to do better. And I just start spiraling. Um, so I say stay positive because if you purposefully counterbalance the assumption that they will automatically create in their own mind that you're really upset and that you hate them by when you send them a text or send them an email with feedback, by counterbalancing that assumption, we can be purposefully expressive and purposefully use positive vocabulary from the start of the communication. So, of course, this is typically for. Um, feedback for someone who you're glad is on your team, they're doing a good job, they may have messed up in some area or they learned something new or they had a lapse of quality for some reason and you need to address it with them and say, hey, you know, we need to be better in this area. That's more what I'm talking about. I'm not so much talking about, obviously, if you have to let someone go because of a major offense, you're not going to be like, oh, hey, I hope you're having a wonderful day, just wanted to reach out, you know, that's a different, that's a different scenario. But in the case of someone that you're excited that they're on your team, you're excited that they're part of what's going on and you want to help them elevate to what you believe they're capable of, this is more what I mean. And of course, we've all heard of the compliment sandwich, which is like, hey, start with something nice, something good, a positive, a compliment, and put the feedback in the middle and then end by reiterating, hey, remember what I said earlier, you're doing great at this and um, just wanted to communicate this to you. That is uh, an aspect of staying positive that I've used in my emails when I email team members or whatever to express feedback. And it, I found it to work well because you're starting the note off with, uh, with me saying, hey, I want you to know that I see the hard work that you're putting in. And I also want you to know that I think you're doing a good job right from the get-go. And so that sets the tone immediately of, hey, this is a positive communication and I'm emailing you because I value you as a team member and I value you as a person. And because of that, I'm giving you this information. It's not coming across as, hey, so-and-so, you did this badly, you need to fix it. Because that sounds like, boom, they don't value me, they don't respect me, none of that. We wanna counterbalance that by coming in with positive words from the get-go saying, hey, we value you, and because I value you, we're going to give you this feedback. So that was number one. Stay positive. Takeaway number two. Flip over my page here. So my notes is stay focused. Takeaway number two is stay focused. It can be tempting, especially under two circumstances. Circumstance number one: you are unprepared to give feedback, and you're feeling uncomfortable about it. You can just sort of like get off time. You can use any words, sentences don't make sense. It can be confusing. Or in this instance where, hey, I'm trying to stay positive, it can be tempting, maybe not for everybody, it is for me, to try to be long-winded and, you know, maybe use flowery words or just, just, you know, just do too much. So this stay focused goes along with that because staying focused on the subject of your message helps to keep it clear and unambiguous, but also stay focused also means 
stay focused on the why. Stay focused on the why. What do I mean by stay focused on the why? Rather than just saying, hey, you did this wrong, do it this way. What if we came in and said, hey, you did this, and this was the incorrect way to do it because this is our company or team standard for this area, and that's what we strive to uphold. So the difference there, as I see it, is rather than just saying, hey, I saw that you did a thing, and I'm telling you you did the thing wrong, and I'm telling you to now do it this way. That doesn't include, I mean, sure, the motivation might be, hey, if you don't do it that way, we're probably going to fire you, and there's going to be issues and problems. But for people that are excited on the, to be on the team and that you're excited to have on the team, if we approach it from the perspective of, hey, I don't want you to leave. <laughs> I want you to stay here. And I just wanted to let you know that as a team, this is our standard for this area. And I saw that you had a moment when you didn't meet that standard in this area. And I just wanted to check in with you and let you know that it happened. And I also wanted to remind you as a team, this is the standard that we're striving for. This is the goal that we're going for because our mission as a company is X, Y, Z. So I try and approach my communications when I have to give feedback to people, which is typically through email. Um, I try and always approach those communications from the perspective of, hey, we are a team and we are doing this together. So me providing this feedback is helping the team stay strong and helping both of us serve our clients better. Because if we can tie it, if we can tie the feedback to uh, the team member's purpose on the team or in the organization or and also the, the mission of the company or the mission of the team, that to me is much more inspiring than, hey, you, you painted that red and you should have painted it blue, do better. It becomes, hey, you painted that red. And actually, what we're really striving for as a team is we want to be able to paint these things blue really well. Because when we do that, our clients feel appreciated. Um, we have a bigger impact and ultimately we provide more value and people feel, people feel valued. So uh, by tying it to their mission at the company, the mission of the company, you're able to put a why to it. And that helps the feedback stay focused, not just like, hey, you did this task wrong, but hey, I want to bring you over here and I want to guide you back into this is our standard for what we do here. And this is why I want you to do this, because then that is, it's not ambiguous, it's clear, it's focused, and it helps the person receiving the feedback see directly how their actions tie into where we're going as a team or as a company. So that wraps it up for me for this episode of 12.2. Don't freak out about feedback. Our two takeaways were stay positive and stay focused when we are giving feedback to team members. I hope that that has helped you in some way. Thank you so much for joining us today and I'll see you again next time.